<clears throat> mic check, mic check, mic check. All right, go ahead, drop it. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like. I remember that. Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the thing. Is it out the most the king? Yo, word. It's about a thing. And let in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Looking for your friend The one you let hit it And never called you again Think about the Benjamins <laughs> Um More the Masters Podcast Your host main of course You give it up so easy You ain't even fooling him Then you probably do Yeah Saying you're a Christian Hey let me chill That's too real for y'all Man y'all niggas ain't woke <laughs> Oh shit Yo she was killing it Girlfriend Let me break it down for you again You know I only say it Cause I'm truly genuine <laughs> hey, it's, hey, We need to have a debate real quick man You know what I'm saying We talking about the, the female artists Like real female artists And that come out with like Real legitimate music And that we consider rappers and singers Like what, what do we classify Lauren Hill as You know what I'm saying Like what is, what is she Is she a singer she a poet she a rapper um, you know what I'm saying? I, I know she, I know she break out groups. I'm not to throw no, you know, no hate on her. I know that, but this is a classic album too. Like, hold on, got me. Hold on, hold on. Guys, watch out! Only about that thing. All girls are only about that thing. She's being biased. Dedicated. Now I'm being biased. I don't want to hear that. All right. Um, more than masters podcast. That probably ain't The second verse is probably the best verse to be honest with you. But um, how y'all been, man? You know what I'm saying. More than masters Monday. Uh, we had some simple things to talk about. Black Panther. No, excuse me. Hold on. In the face is called pace. Child support late. And you wonder why we hate me. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? Yo. Hey, that's that first. When you asked me our review, that's that first question I wanted y'all to answer. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? Hold on, let me turn that off. I'm sorry. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? All right? You ain't gonna win. You're gonna lose, nigga. All right? Um, so, there's a couple things I wanna discuss. Obviously, I ain't gonna tell about in the beginning, but of course, you know, I wanna shed some light on some, some, some things that happened in the past week that I thought was worth talking about or that I'm bringing to attention of people that I Maybe didn't see or, you know, was under a rock or just was busy. Um, and did anybody have a good day? You know, Valentine's Day just passed, so cool. So everybody had a good one. Everybody didn't have a good one, you know. Maybe next year or whatever the case may be, you know, don't 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 be down. Um, I'm a man, so I don't I don't think Valentine's Day is really for me, so to speak. I don't really celebrate like that though, to be honest. Um but you know, I will say this. I don't like on social media when people might be salty or be bitter and try to ruin a holiday for other people. Because there are people that like, um, excuse me, there are people that like, you know, new in love or just new or younger, you know what I'm saying? It is a good holiday. I think that holiday, it means a lot to me when I think about um my, my upbringing as far as like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, like that, my middle school years, that, that, it means a lot to me around that time because we went about it different. Like, it was just cool to have a Valentine, like, working on scrambling. To, it's almost like you're going to a, a, a prom. You kind of get a date to say, yeah, 
Valentine's Day was that, just without the dancing and the music, it was like, that can start something, you know what I'm saying, and um, that's just, that's all it really is, you know, but, you know, shout out to everybody that had a good one, um, if you, if you didn't, you know, it's no big deal, um, I guess first I could read the comments, I guess. That makes sense, right? Let's get to these comments real quick. I want to run through that and then, you know, go from there. Um, There's a few comments I want to read, though. Oh, shout out to everybody that's, that's sending the comments, too. Uh, all right, so let me turn this down. All right, first it says, first of all, dot, 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 a sweaty jock strap. On your head is not worse than getting beat with the belt. Um, maybe not to a female because I'm, I'm assuming you know females are around like nuts and stuff. For a guys, it's it's like probably ultimate disrespect. It's like like you won't, you won't want a penis touching your face or your head. So I don't want your penis sweat on my face or head or anywhere on my body. I don't want to touch a jock strap at all. Um, I would rather you hit me with a belt. And I'm pretty sure any any man would would uh. Say the same thing. But for a female, I could understand coming from that standpoint, I guess, you know. Um, but to answer your question, is it right to have one student that just so happened to get caught ruin his life based off culture at Butler? Yes, bullying is bullying. Even though Scooter may be used to it and it's the thing to do, doesn't make it okay, like you said, in parentheses, so you was listening. And if the others didn't get caught, then they have the right to not get in trouble. But if you did, then oh well, you got to deal with the consequences. I actually know Scooter. We from the same graduating class. And from what I remember, Scooter wasn't treated like that back in the day. Oh, back in 97, 98. Uh, anyone messed with Scooter was getting the works. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely a, a age showing <laughs> getting the works. <laughs> I ain't heard that's in work of pizza. Um, I guess time has changed, and maybe he was doing it because everyone was doing it, but no one actually took a belt and beat him. That's beyond crazy. Maybe it was playful or jokes and laughs, but there should be a limit. I agree with you. We have to respect him as a human being, just like anyone else. That felony charge, imitation drugs is funny. Charge is bogus, though. I love, I'm loving Jeroport's stories. Your reactions be too funny. Uh... Sorchers is another word for stitches. Ha, ha, ha. Let's make smart decisions in 2018. Don't get caught stealing and don't get caught selling drugs. How about let's make let's make smart decisions. Let's not steal or sell drugs. That's also a good decision as well. So that's a good comment. Uh, I heard that Dave Chappelle was really funny, but I have heard any of his comedy, nor did I watch the show, but I plan to check him out one day. Right, if you didn't watch the Chappelle show, you might need your black car revolt if you haven't watched no Chappelle skit. What were you doing in like two thousand three, two thousand four, to not have seen Chappelle? Um, by the way, let all your listeners know that Cat Williams is coming to Augusta next month. Why would I? Why would I who cares? <laughs> Shout out to Cat Williams though. He definitely one of the best to ever do it. I, I'm, I never take that from him, but that nigga has mind right for. I would go see him. Uh, I love Lorenz Tate, love Jones, and he didn't. He even did a good job in Little Part and Girls Trip. He was looking kind of young. Okay, I'm not reading all that. Looking yummy. Okay, that's wild. Um, 
I will say this, uh, Lorenz Tate, he's known for, like, Love Jones, but to me, it, it's not, like, to me, like, I'm not my top, like, four or three movies by Lorenz Tate. I love Inkwell. I love In Society, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I would put Love Jones obviously up there, but, like, I would take, I like his role in A Wild Fool for Love more over Love Jones. But I get why people love Love Jones, the, the whole, you know, deep, quote-unquote woke, quote-unquote poetic, all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I can understand that, but... You know, one of them lovey-dovey things. So I guess I can see why women would love, would like, uh, you know, Love Jones. All right, the next comment I want to read, it says, I like the black history fact. I think that's what black history fact should be about. Something we or the person didn't know about. That's dope. I, I agree with that. Um, Scooter. One of the first things you said was that Scooter, you feel like, knows right from wrong. So because something is part of the culture, makes what the boy did right. I don't think I said, um, I don't know if you asked me that question or if you're saying that, but I didn't say because it's part of culture makes it right. I just said it's part of culture. Actually, I, I said it wasn't It wasn't right a couple times, so I'm guessing you're asking. But to finish reading the comment, it says, just because something is part of the culture doesn't mean it's right. That's right. I tell my kid all the time, everything has consequences, good or bad. In this case... This was the consequences for his actions. Basketball star or not, he could have made a difference by standing up for him, treating him with respect, but he decided to treat someone different less than. He already has had obstacles of being different, but to go through this whole life letting people mistreat him because of how he was born, that's all he knows. I don't think Scooter knows what it feels like to be respected. Um, the culture really, dot, 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 dot. I'm not really sure what that means, but I'll address that in a minute. Um, <clears throat> I have an uncle with Down syndrome. Yes, as kids, my cousin would make him mad, and so we would laugh at the way he would act <clears throat> and things he would say. But as kids, we didn't know any better. But keyword here is kids, and I, I, I assume the dude is a kid too. But, but I'll, I'll keep going. Kids we didn't know any better, and when he told, we got in trouble. So the culture would be for me to have my kid do the same. As we grew, we learned it was wrong and disrespectful. So now my, when my kid sees an uncle, she gives him respect. Same respect I give him. She doesn't ignore him or roll her eyes or disrespect him because she doesn't understand what he's saying. I felt like it's the culture fault for setting bad examples and the kid that could have made a difference. To me, it's the same thing when you talked about the ball boy and what went on with him. He had no reason to steal anything, but he went along with it knowing it was wrong. He did what he did, and now he has to face what happens. Sometimes people get off for doing wrong, and sometimes they don't. I think this should be an example for kids. Like I tell my kid, Jane's parents might be okay with her talking back to her teacher, but I'm not. Also, I got a comment from the Breakfast Club. It says, uh, they wonder why we only get 25, 28 days in Black History Month. Blacks can't stay positive for 28 days, giving each other positive energy. We as black people need to stop putting each other down. Like you said, instead of him talking by himself, he's talking negative about another black man. Someone told me how whites don't put each other down like we do and talk about each other like we do. Good podcast. I wish you all the success and what you are doing. Also, good idea at the end. I wish you much success. Your first listener from the beginning. One thing I will say about, um, you know, when I come to the comments and stuff like that, one of the comments I just read, it said how, you know, black people um, pull each other down. Whites don't. Um, I. I disagree with it a little bit because I seen I seen a picture that that actually says that saying like, perfectly. I think it's like a tree, and I think you got two white guys and two black guys, and the two white guys you got one person climbing up the tree, and the white guy kind of helping him get up the tree, and then the black guy you got the person trying to get the tree, and the black guy trying to you know pull him down. 
Um, I think it seems that way. You know, like I said, everything's perspective. So if that's your perspective, I'm pretty sure you can make examples of how it may seem that way. But also, if your perspective is that, like from like for me, I I I, I think whites do it too. Um, and I, I've seen whites do it. I mean, I work with. I mean, I'm a, my the store I work at is predominantly black. Don't get me wrong, but I've seen whites do things to whites. You know what I'm saying? So I know, I know it's done in that co- in that culture too, in that race too. Um, but I, I think it's just looked at more with us because I think we looked at as a, as, as a race that should have unity. Like I don't think we look at whites as as needing to be unified because they white. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like what what they need to unify for? They got everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but I can say like I said, you know, numbers lie and all that stuff. So I would say for our culture though, and with our population of the percentage we we we, we got, you know what I'm saying? We do need to better. We need to be better as far as when it comes to uni- unity and being unified. Um, I can't say all whites be unified, but it, it seems that way because they you know they take care of their own, they hire their own, hire within, but they got the keys to the top also. So you know, it's, it's really hard to make that that judgment call. But I like I said to me, it's no right or wrong. I just my viewpoint on it is a little different because I've seen whites bring whites down. Um, they, I will say this though, blacks they do it when they do it. It's kind of like it's, it's it's blatant. You're gonna see it. I've seen whites do it where it's like you don't even know that that's what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how crazy they 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 strategize even against their own. You know what I'm saying? But um, shout out to the comments. You know what I'm saying? I like all the comments. Thank you for um taking the time out to type it and you know send it to me and email and all that stuff. Um, that's dope, of course. But what I want to do, I want to, I guess I can stay on topic with the scooter thing because, you know, some more developing, um, <clears throat> not detailed, but, you know, other things that happened. So, yeah, they did end up arresting, you know, the boy um, that did it. Um, I ha- I got it. I got my Facebook, like, they, me- they messaged me on more than masters. I guess I was posting about it and then I put the video out of a snippet from the podcast I had last week and it did really well. And what's funny is, you know, it could have been because I only put like, you know, a minute, like two minutes of the snippet and y'all heard, you know, the whole hour of the podcast and then y'all heard the whole, excuse me, the whole 14 minutes of me talking about it. So maybe that's why y'all was able to disagree and dissect certain things that I said or didn't say. But, you know, 2,000 views, a bunch of comments and likes, uh, nobody disagreed, you know what I'm saying? So um, not saying that to say that anybody that did disagree is wrong because it's just just a disagreement. It's a, or it's opinion based. You know what I'm saying? It's about just right and wrong. And like we, anybody said, you know, it's wrong anyway. So it's really no way to really argue against that. But um, me personally, just I feel like it's just like a harsh. You know, um, it being it's just harsh because I feel like he's already punished. The school already punished him. Um, I don't see why anybody anybody would be. An advocate for a 17-year-old to have to be put in the system any kind of way when he's already been punished by the school, you know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I might feel different, you know. Obviously, you know, and it's fine. I'm just not a fan of, <clears throat> you know, unnecessary uh, imprisonment, or unnecessary uh, being in a system. Like I just, I just don't like it. Like one thing I, I pride myself on, to be honest with you. I pride myself on all my life, anything I've ever done, all this other stuff, nothing to glorify, nothing like that, but not once in my life have I ever had a police put handcuffs on me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it feel like to be in the back of a cop car. Um, I have to put my hands on the cop car. I mean, I've been pulled over by police and, you know, had my hands on my car and, you know, pat it down, but 
I I don't I just felt like it was protocol. I never felt, you know, no kind of way. But it was nothing I did, you know what I'm saying? It was nothing that I did to to actually have that happen. It just happened, I guess, you know, driving, you get pulled over. But one thing I pride myself on is, you know, not being arrested, not having to go in the system. And I I guess part of me just felt like this is something that a, a black man can't pride himself on. And it's not saying that because he could have been arrested before i don't know you know i don't know his, his story but me looking at it on my boy my viewpoint that's how I'm, I'm seeing it i guess and you know like i said we could all have different opinion that's fine um if if you advocate for somebody to, to just do the time you might be a whole you might be one of the people that says um you know if, if you do the crime do the time so that might be a slogan you know what i'm saying some people are like that it just they don't care they want you to go to jail for whatever you do um, and that's, that's, you know, that's fine. So like I said, it's all subjective. Me personally, I just, personally, I just, you know, and I guess too, I've never been bullied. So somebody said bullying is bullying. I've never been bullied in my life. Um, I, I've talked on the podcast plenty of times, but even that time I thought I've been bullied, I've rectified that situation some, some way, somehow. And, um, so I don't know, you know, I can't say, you know, maybe I, my daughter, I think it always made my daughter get bullied or something like that. I can maybe feel it and, you know. I can think differently, but for right now, my mindset is based on my experiences, and I haven't experienced that. Um, I haven't experienced that with my kids, um, so I don't know. You're right, I don't know. But when I say this, people say, you know, <laughs> I had one of the comments said I went to school with Scooter or whatever. But you know, I'm not saying that's. I'm not saying it's just nitpick at you know uh, the comment, but I do. The comment section is really for me to engage that way. So I, when I read them, I try to talk to that comment as well so they can send more comments about that comment particularly and we could just dialogue on that right but what i'll say is you know is a difference between saying you went to school with somebody and actually knowing the person so you could have went to school with scooter yeah that doesn't mean you knew him you might have had no interaction with him you know what i'm saying as opposed to you talking to somebody that you know I, i've known scooter since 06 when he coming when he come to my when he come to my, my job you know we speak I got videos on my phone of him now, you know what I'm saying, for the past year. He coming in, I might tell him, go hug a girl. He might go up there and just hug her, you know what I'm saying, just to do it. Just to, he not even knowing what's going to happen. But for the most part, you know, I never seen him get touched or slapped and all like that. You know, people usually be, you know, okay with it. Um, I also want to say that, you know, uh, it, it is different from the back in the day. Maybe back in the day, I don't know, because like, like I said, I wasn't there in the 90s. 97, 98, I was in second, third grade. I wasn't in high school, and that's what Scooter was. So if, if if that's the case, and back then somebody would have got, got the works or got beat up for touching them, you know, more power to them, kudos. I think the same thing would happen now. I just think that, you know, it's a basketball team thing. When I say coach, I meant that. I don't mean everybody in the school messing them. Just the basketball team is all I can speak for because that's all I know him from. I know him from being around the basketball team. You know what I'm saying? So, but enough about that. Like I said, um, it's a different opinion. Uh, I would say I don't have, I don't, I don't know. I have feelings that's, that's, you know, mentally challenged and stuff like that. We don't mess with them. Um, but like I said, I, I don't know. My take on it is, is still the same. I haven't changed my take on it, though. I just feel like, you know, it's, it's a little unfair. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, bullying is bullying. Uh, that's what they're saying it is. So that's what it is. And then you can do about that. But, um... I said like this, in this situation, nobody wins. Scooter don't win and Butler don't win. You know what I'm saying? The, the guy don't win. I don't know what's going to happen now. I'm hearing the charges got dropped, though. They did message me on Mortemaster's page, and uh, they were trying to tell me to take the video down. The charges got dropped. Not going to happen. Never going to take the video down, but, you know, the charges got dropped. Cool. Um, he just shouldn't have been arrested. I think he should have handled it. I like they handled it and let it go. 
But like I said, that's me. Everybody, some people are strict, you know, some people are harsh, some people, you know, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, you know, I, I just want I want the best for everybody. And maybe the best is him getting arrested, maybe he'll never do it again now. So, you know, I'm not God, so I can't I can't I can't make them judgment calls. What I will say is that though, um, just to you know, on a, on a different note, you know, much lighter note, is that I mentioned this in, my, in the Fire and Ice podcast that was going to drop Wednesday, um, on my segment of you know we need a chill segment, but just to reiterate, one thing but the news I just don't I guess to me I just it's, to me it's just like I don't know, I got this sickening thing with the with the news all news publications and Jared Paul, all that stuff like the news they have this thing where it's like. They can make you feel a certain way about a certain story based on how they report it to you. And that's how you're going to receive the information, you know, if you're not really using your head. Like, you're not, you're not an independent thinker, you know what I'm saying? So just to stay on a scooter case real quick, you know, they mentioned that, you know, and, and, and when they when they went to his house and they interviewed him and his mom to, you know, get the sympathy rolling, which obviously worked because you see the comments I got back, but, you know, all the sympathy for him, which is cool. Like I said, I got mad love for Scooter, so, you know, I want the best for him, you know, if, if, if him not getting hit is the best thing for him and him, them not playing with him like they play with him, that's fine, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. Um, but what I will say is, you know, they went to his house, um, they showed him, you know, at the school, they talked to him and his mom, they showed his mom when he said, you can't go back to Butler, and you see how, how emotional he got and just like... He was fine until she said, I don't think you should go back to the school. And he kind of like, you know, started crying, whatever. But they just how they show that, going to his house, interviewing him, doing all this stuff. Mind you, they said Scooter has been at Butler since 92. You know what I'm saying? Just volunteering at Butler. This is what they say. I don't know if 92. I was, I was two years old. I don't know. But 92. So the year is 2018. What's that? 10, 20. That's what, 16 years? All right? 16 years we're we working with now? Um, With... Within that time, I'm sorry, not 16, but uh, 26, I'm sorry. But within that time, um, they've never, you know, they never highlighted school at all. They never said, hey, let's let's highlight this guy. He's been at all these games volunteering for 20-something years or 20 years, 5 years, 10 years, all the increments that they got, and then they never came, right? But the first time we get to show a child in a bad light, show a school in a bad light, that's the time they wanted to use. So I, I don't like that with the news. I don't like how they did that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all of a sudden, no disrespect. To, I'm saying you should always care about everybody, especially special needs kids. But all of a sudden, they showed this 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 great care for him to want him to feel like something. You know? And then even with the people, you know what I'm saying? People that were doing it, it was kind of weird. Just trying to gain social media likes with the whole video of the girl asking to go to prom, which I think is dope that it happened. But had this not happened, would that, would that even be a thought to do? You know, so I just some things. It's we look at things as always bad. Like he shouldn't do this. He shouldn't do. He shouldn't do that. And you know, the good. I try to look for the silver lining and stuff. And that silver lining I see in this is possibly this, right? That young kid gonna learn a lesson. Um, it's more than one lesson. Honestly, to my, in my opinion, I would. If it was me, I would. I wouldn't go back to Butler. That's just me personally. I would just change schools. Um, any alumni, I probably would just. Anybody that, that that had something bad to say, instead of guiding me, I would I would uh, have a chip on my shoulder from that. Um, I remember all the support I got, all the support I didn't get. I remember that. So a lot of things that that young kid can learn from, aside from right and wrong, and just doing what's morally right and was and not doing what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then with the scooter thing, you know, he got the civil line of the prom thing. Like this didn't happen. 
this other stuff don't happen for him. So it's like a silver lining to all this, and hopefully, you know, all parties can move forward. Uh, I'm understanding the news topic because it's this show on ESPN, right, where they got this um. They got they doing this new podcast thing. I guess so it was new little video segment where uh, Carrie Champion, you know, I, I forget her first name, is one of the reporters from ESPN, beautiful reporter too, uh, Miss Champion. She's gonna be reporting um, with, with athletes. You know, she's driving them around, but she's talking to them. And it's a snippet of of um, <laughs> it's a snippet of a part of where LeBron James pretty much talks about Trump. And you know, it's it's an unfiltered show, so he can curse and all that stuff. Uh, Fox Five aired that. And um, had some comments to say. So I'm going to play that and then talk about that for a minute. And then I'm going to play something else. So bear with me while I play this snippet real quick. All right, we're going to create a new banner. This is a jump doc alert. NBA superstar LeBron James is talking politics again. And this time it's R-rated. Here's his barely intelligible, not to mention ungrammatical take on President Trump and a new ESPN podcast. The number one job in America, the point of person, is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a about the people. But wait, there's more gripping insight. ESPN host Carrie Champion asked James and fellow NBA star Kevin Durant about what she described as Trump's racist comments. I feel like our team as a, as a country is not ran by a great coach. It's not even a surprise when he says something. It's not even a surprise. It's like laughable. It's like, it's that's laughable, bad. It's laughable and it's scary. It, but it's also scary. Right, because right. Because I shouldn't be numb to your racist Right, comments. right. I shouldn't yeah. be numb to your behavior. I'm numb to this commentary like... Must they run their mouths like that? Unfortunately, a lot of kids... She sounds mad racist, by the way. ...take these ignorant comments seriously. This is Fox News Look, also. Look, there might be a cautionary lesson in LeBron for kids. This is what happens when you attempt to leave high school a year early to join the NBA. And it's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin... You're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. We'll be right back. All right. So um yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was that. Um I wanna know y'all thoughts on that. Um please, if y'all give me anything, give me your thoughts on that. I know that I started out kind of mellow with what I'm talking about, but I need your thoughts on that particular piece. But what I want to say is, um, just talking about this this video firsthand. Let's, let's get that out the way, right? First off, um, <laughs> it just was racist from the beginning. I seen Fox News. I knew it was gonna be something stupid. Uh, I'm not sure why Fox News wants to. I think th- obviously that that's the news. That's the news station that supports Trump. Um, she said a few things that was dumb herself. I'm not gonna call her dumb, but that was just didn't seem very smart. Uh, one of the things she said was that many people voted for Trump. Nobody voted for you, for you, but I mean they they didn't run for president, so I didn't understand that 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 kind of jab. It's like that makes no sense. Secondly, she said that uh, this is what happened when you attempt to leave high school a year early to play basketball. Uh, you can't leave high school a year early to play basketball. Okay, now you can skip high, you can skip college and play basketball. Yes, but you can't attempt to leave high school early. You can't leave as a as a junior and say, "Oh, I'm going to play. I'm going to NBA." No. You need a high school diploma to play in the NBA. You have to play. You have to do that. 
um, that's number two. So it was, it was kind of like it was just weird because she was trying to diss him. I guess as if to say he wasn't educated, he wasn't smart. But she's not saying a lot of smart things herself. That's number one. Number two, you don't have to go to college to be, you know, quote unquote educated. You can be very smart and not go to college. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what Trump, if he went to college or not. I don't know his background or like that. But if he did, you know, that would be a prime example of somebody that went there and still not still don't know a lot. And she kept saying, um, like as if, as if she don't believe Trump's comments are racist. She said, um, um, I don't know, I forgot where she you, but she used the word. I'm like, no, they are racist comments. Like Trump, Trump has definitely. I said Trump. That's wild. Trump is a tramp. That's wild. <laughs> no, but Trump has definitely said some racist comments. Um, mainly almost everything he says is racist. To be honest with you, um, so I'm not sure why why that was like news to me. But this is what I this is what I really mean when I'm saying the news tries to dictate certain things, right? Because they this Fox News, any news, any any news station that's gonna play a clip from this podcast that's coming out with, with Durant and, and, and LeBron James, mind you, I don't have to tell you how monumental this the podcast would be. You got the top two players from the last maybe five years in the whole wide world, one and two, on the same podcast in a, in the car with the with the person interviewing them. This is a big deal, you know what I'm saying? Because most times, the number one and two players, they ain't going to really get along with each other. They're not going to, you know, they number two trying to get number one, and one trying to make sure number two don't get in the spot. So there's a lot of egos to even do something together. This is a big deal, you know what I'm saying? For for, for two, especially two black guys. I ain't trying to hear this shit in, 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 in February, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to hear Fox News trying to rip down uh, one of the, the top basketball players ever. Um, but I want I want to paint this picture though now mind you this is the clip they posted that's the that's the that's the whole clip they decided to to air and talk about right so i'm gonna play another clip from the same podcast that's floating around now and i guarantee you fox news don't touch this clip at all because i'm gonna play it just go ahead and play it seeing brian grow from being as like as a as a high school player like ninth grader he was Mm -hmm. a senior like literally a god to us, you know what I'm saying? Like when you played on TV against Oak Hill the next day in school, we were talking about it. So you see that and then you had your first son and then you had another son and then you had a daughter. And for me, I'm not even at that point in my life yet, but every day, like how do you become a better husband and father every day? What really helped me out becoming a parent is what I went through as a kid, not having a dad. I had to learn this shit on my own and when I had to become like the man of the household at like five years old, I'm coming from a single parent household, you know the story, just me and my moms. Yeah. And not only did I want to inspire to be a, a basketball player and or a football player professionally to get my mom out of the situation, I wanted to have kids early to prove to my father that this, the way you did it was the ab- absolute wrong way to do it. And I wanted to break the mold to where I want to be there and give him all the life skills, man. I wanted to, you know, tell him this is what your dad went through. This is how you approach it. This is how you go through it. And I'm still learning. I got three kids, and I'm still learning how to be a better, a better husband. Uh, how to be a better father. How to be a better son. To so my mom, still, it's, it never, it's never ending, bro. All you can do and hope at the end of the road is that you've given your kids enough life lessons to where, when it's time for them to live their life, 
then they can flourish on their own because they're going to have to make their own path as well. Even though we've set them up the best possible way and and the same thing with being a husband is like when you know you're committed, then everything else take care of itself. That's good. Take care of itself, man. That was a lesson right there. That's good. Right? right? All right, so that was that clip. Now, I, mean, I want your opinion, honestly. Out of the two clips, right? And I, I mean, I like both clips, to be honest with you, of the of LeBron and uh, KD talking. But out of the two clips, if I'm trying to spread a, a positive message, I'm going with the second one, of course. Like, it's, it's, it's hands down, I'm going with the second one. You're talking about a guy that's just telling you, you know, you know the steps he's taking to be a better father and why he's doing it, what he went through, all in one, you know, how he can be a better person, just self-uplifting. It's not about black or white. It's just about humanity, you know what I'm saying? And then you have another clip, which to me, like I said, it depends on how you want to swing things. Apparently, their objective was to make an NBA star seem or, or paint him as a dummy because he's a, because he didn't play basketball. You know what I'm saying? And he dis he did he disrespected the president in their eyes, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? When it's like you can't we can't make Trump say these things he's saying. We don't make him say that. Like he says on his own. So meantime, we can't comment on it. Like or it's up, somebody that played basketball can't comment on something the president is saying because he didn't go to college. Because God gave him this great gift to where he didn't have to do that. That's crazy to me. Like I, I don't understand that. Um But this is what I'm saying when the news they kinda and I, I, I want to tell people all the time, do not let the news make your mind up for you. I promise you. Like, whenever you see, it, it could happen in any kind of way. Like, even even going back to the Scooter thing, right? Had they had just shown Scooter, like, on video, like, the stuff he, I'm not going to, I hate to talk about him, but the stuff he might do that that he might not might not accept. You know, right? you know what I'm saying? Let's say he's talking to a, a, a girl that's, in, that's a freshman. He don't know no better to some people, you know what I'm saying? Or let's say he go hug a freshman girl. He's 40, he's 30-something years old. He shouldn't be touching a freshman girl. Or let's say they show Scooter doing other things that he might do that other people wouldn't like him to, wouldn't like to see him doing, right? And let's say they show that clip, and then they show something else as to saying why disabled kids shouldn't be around, uh, you know, kids that's not disabled, or, or he, he shouldn't be around the basketball team. People will look at that and be like, yo, that's crazy. He did this. He did that. He did that. He shouldn't be around a basketball team. You know what I'm saying? But the new, they didn't want to go that route. I'm just, and I'm not saying that they should have, because I don't think there's no, there's nothing you can show to say that Scooter shouldn't be a part of a basketball team. But what I am saying is that how you perceive the news is always based on how they, how they, how they present it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like that saying, you know, you pour syrup on shit, don't make it pancakes. And that's pretty much the same thing they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like the news, they try to make your mind up for you. So I'll be trying to tell people now all the time. If you see a story, if you read a story, you read the headline, read, read that headline, then read the article. And tell me, and tell me how much that article really, 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 really represents what 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 the actual title of the article is. But aside from that, what I want to know y'all opinion on athletes uh speaking out like on politics. You know, athletes get a lot of flack sometimes when they don't speak up on social issues and politics and stuff like that. And I feel like some sometimes this is the reason why. You know, what I'm saying they don't. I don't. I'm not understanding why we look at athletes as as dumb as 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 dumb or less than or as if they're not smart because they chose to play basketball and make millions of dollars. Like I don't. I don't get that. You know, because when that ball stop bouncing, you gotta you gotta be smart. Some you have to be smart in the NBA anyway to to have a a long career. Um. Without having no issues, you know what I'm saying. You gotta be smart to 
manage your money. You know what I'm saying? You got to be smart to hire the right people. You got to be smart to have the right team. You got to be of a certain, you know, smart to do do certain things. So if you look at it playing basketball, and I think that's just that's unfair. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, to me, it's it just, I think uh, uh, athletes get a bad rep on that end sometimes. And honestly, they get, it's like a gift and a curse to be an athlete sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because, you might get perks for one thing, and then something like this you don't get the perks for. But I want to know your opinion on that. Not only what was said, but on the two segments and what they chose to air, what they chose to talk about. Because me personally, I feel like that second interview, I want to watch that. I wanna, that second interview is the reason why I want to hit a whole podcast, which I haven't heard yet. But on to more uh, better news, actually. Uh, Black Panther, I'm reading right now. It says, Black Panther blows away box office with $192 million weekend. So shout out to the Black Panther. Uh, I think they say that's the fifth um, most too. Only following, I think, Star Wars, Avengers, Jedi. It's another white movie. I'm not sure, but yeah, um, that was dope. You know, I heard Black Panther was real good. All I heard was good reviews from people that actually seen the movie. Um, I don't know how. Hey, <laughs> I don't know how people be trying to give you reviews in a movie they haven't seen. It happens too often in the black community. I don't understand. Like, oh, that's whack. You seen it? Nah, I just heard, nigga. What are you telling me that for, man? They <laughs> chill. Um, so I can't say whether it's good or not. I'm just saying from people that actually seen the movie, they are saying it's good. This is not my review. I'm just telling you what people are saying. Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know how good it is or if it's bad or not. But I do trust the people that, from movie wise, like their opinion on movies. And people saying it's real, real good. So I do plan on seeing that um, very soon, too, if possible. Um, real quick, Facebook was in a little bit of shambles this week. Uh, you know, one thing I can say, we really can't have nothing, man. To be honest with you, like black people, and it's not, it's not even, it's not even, it's to the point where it's not even funny at this point. It's like it's just common. Like you know what's coming. You know, I did have my doubts on what would happen, like to try to try to. Uh, Stop the success of the movie. Like maybe, you know, people were saying that movie didn't want to get shot up. I seen I seen black people saying that too. Like, I ain't going to movies for so I can get shot up. Like, you know <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch that situation. That's that's just a that's just a dumb it's not so much that it's dumb, it's just you don't I don't know. I I'm not gonna say that. I, I didn't think that it would be a, a scare to get shot. Um I didn't think a movie theater would get shot up because the movie was coming out. Um, I was just shocked that it was in all the movie theaters. You know what I'm saying? I was shocked that um, I, I wasn't hearing about movie theaters not playing it or not accepting it. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was just shocked to see that it was a success. Um, so I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing but be happy for the success of the film. But what I will say on Facebook, oh, my God, they're getting my nerves. I hate. I don't mind the comparing of movies because that's that's cool. I just hate when we do it in negative light. Like when you when we compare certain movies and we we compare it to uh, other movies that maybe didn't do as well. I feel like we it's like giving a bittersweet moment to the movie that's doing well. So Black Panther is doing really good, and I see people saying, I seen a post that said, um, if y'all were to, I'm gonna tell you a few posts I seen. I'm gonna read it to y'all, and then I'm gonna. I guess say my piece on it. Y'all tell me y'all piece on it too, if y'all want. Uh, one of the posts said, "If y'all went out and seen Breath of the Nation like y'all went out to see Black Panther, oops, my bad, I forgot. Y'all not woke." Um, <laughs> I'm beyond with you, man. I didn't go see Breath of the Nation. I'm not gonna. Lie. I did want to go see the movie theater. 
I'm not gonna lie, I did. Um, but th- that movie, not that movie doing bad, had nothing to do with uh, black people not going to see it. But it had everything to do with movie theaters not, um, not not buying a movie, not not you know showing a movie. Um, he was blackballed pretty much. Um, but like I say, I, I would have loved to see Breath of a Nation uh, do well, but it didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least a number the sense of making money back. It didn't do well, right? It was a good movie though, but. I'm not trying to compare that to, to to Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> every year we get a movie that's like a black movie go see, cool. It's gonna be with that do well, it's gonna be something that don't do well. I'm not trying to compare the two. There's no point in doing that right now. I I am not gonna make somebody feel bad because they went to see Black Panther, but they didn't go see Birth of a Nation. Maybe they seen enough slave movies. If you like me, like when I was younger, I seen Roots and that shit scared the hell out of me. Like I, I, I didn't I was scared of a white people for like two months it seemed like i don't know i was i couldn't go to sleep i was just i had nightmares i was scared maybe it's somebody out there that don't want to see a slave movie you know what i'm saying i can't that's just that's just crazy to me like that people are actually making up it's like you could tell the movie is really good because people are making up other things to be mad about somebody also said if y'all asked where went out and voted for trump like i going to see this damn movie maybe he wouldn't be in office or maybe or i think i said maybe he wouldn't have 45 as president you know everybody calling him 45 um, that's another, that's actually, that's actually stupid. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna just keep on with you. That's stupid. Uh, and you're stupid that, that, that wrote that. For one, the qualifications for voting and, and buying a movie ticket, totally different. All right. <laughs> uh, you gotta be 18 to vote. Uh, you can't be a con, uh, a convict to vote uh, or felon, I think, to vote. Um, you gotta register to vote. Um, so you got, it's, it's steps you have to take to be able to vote. Okay. That's my, that's my point I'm trying to make. To buy a movie ticket, you gotta have the the money for the movie ticket, and that's that's the that's it. Your legs to walk your ass in the fucking theater. <laughs> that's it. You need nothing else. I don't see how you can ever compare somebody going to have a good time and see a movie to somebody going to vote for two liars. I mean, I'm just gonna keep it one with you. Like it don't matter who you vote for in the president, but this uh, 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 the but your political party is the Democrat or or Republican. Or whatever, it don't matter. They all liars. They politics. You can't trust politicians. It don't matter. I love Obama to death. Yes, yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure he did some things that I wouldn't have approved though. I don't like, but he's, that's fine. You're a president. You gotta make the decisions. It don't matter. All right, you vote for politician, you're done. You're gonna get lied to. So it don't matter. Um, so I thought that was a dumb comment because I don't see how you would compare going to see Black Panther to going to vote. You know what I'm saying? Best of this last election we had anyway. Nobody I nobody wanted to vote for anybody. You didn't want Hillary to win and then you damn sure didn't want Trump to win. So it's like you was damn if you do, damn if you don't. And if you live in Georgia like I do right now, it didn't it didn't matter who you voted for. I don't I can't tell you when the last time a Democrat ever won Georgia. I need to look that up, matter of fact. I'm I'm gonna have that information for you our next episode. Um Yeah, so that was that was that was also dumb to me. I, I didn't understand why somebody would even type that. Uh another person said, um I thought the Black Panther was about civil rights. I'm not going to see no cartoon. Uh, it's not a cartoon, but I'm not gonna read the whole thing. That's another dumb one. Um, that was kind of weird. But I do want to say a lot of people didn't didn't know that the Black Panther wasn't about the actual Black Panthers. Um, which is kind of weird, I, I guess, because if you've seen the previews, you would know that it's not about that. Because the Black Panthers are all black, and they were wearing other stuff in uh in the previews. But it's an all black cast. I mean, that should mean something to to some people if you're black, especially. Um, 
another dumb comment I saw. But I will say, uh, I seen a few people say that you know they've been, I guess, known about the Black Panther since the comic books and all that stuff. I'm be honest with you, I wasn't. I've never been into comic books. Like that wasn't my thing growing up. I was, I was, I wasn't even the Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, all the stuff. Kids would normally be. I just, it wasn't my thing. Um, I would see the movie based on the fact that it's all black cast and I like some of the actors. I don't really care about um, if it's a comic book or not. I'm not. I don't care to know the history behind it. I'll know through the movie, through the movies. You know what I'm saying? Even Batman. I don't. I, don't, I never watched no Batman comics, but I know all the Batman uh, history because of the movies. So I'm gonna do the same thing. Um, I one person I, I seen I seen one person say it and joke, but I seen other people kind of say that and like as if like just think they they I guess they 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 more deserving of watching the movie because they knew about it ahead of time. It's like bro, okay, whatever. Your ticket cost just like just as much as mine, man. You know what I'm saying? Your ticket not based on the knowledge you know about the movies. They're not gonna quiz you and be like, okay, cool, you get in free because you know everything, all the characters. No man, your ticket is ten dollars like mine's is ten dollars. If you pay more, you got you got you got ripped off. Um. I will say that too with the tickets. Like, are these tickets? Are they coming with um, dashikis and stuff? Cause I see, I see, I'm seeing a lot of people wear dashikis now. Is that, is that what it's called, dashiki, or, or what is called that thing that the African little shirt? Um, I, I think it's called dashiki. I don't know, whatever it's called. I like it. I'm <laughs> be honest with you, I like it. Um, I don't see myself wearing one, but I do like it. Um, the people I seen wearing them, all of them look nice in them. I, I I seen yo I like I like the fact that I seen pictures of groups of people wearing them and going to the movie theater or just groups of people going to the movie theater. It's not even as a date, just as as a unified like like black people. You just go into the movie theater just to see a good movie. And I'm hearing so many good you know so good reviews about the movie. It's like you know I want to see it. I'm, I'm hype about seeing it, and I'm not even sure I'm gonna see it, but I'm hype about. Maybe going to see it, you know what I'm saying? Um, and not to be, it's not to be in the hype. It's just to support um, an all black cast. Like just hand by it. The first time I heard about it, I wanted to see it. I've talked about it on, on my podcast, on a Fire and Hours podcast. Um, I've talked about it with other people. Um, I just want to see the movie. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully I can get that done, and hopefully I can go see it. You know what I'm saying? Don't go bootleg it. But um, speaking of bootlegs, uh, <laughs> I did uh, cop um. She's got to have it. Um, the Netflix series. Um, I know they're probably like it's on Netflix for free. I told y'all niggas like I don't. Ha- I I I use my own Netflix and I only really use it when I want to watch something that I, don't- I have a bunch of DVDs. Like I got my own Netflix in my crib. All my my drawers in my room, my dresser drawers, they fill with movies. Um, and like I said, I don't watch TV that much anyway. But I I love Spike Lee. Anybody know me? Know I'm a big 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 Spike Lee fan. And um. I got the Spike Lee collection, so I got she's got to have all that on DVD. I gotta find it though, cause somebody wanna borrow it. But I got it on DVD, and I always like she got to have. It. I always thought that was one of Spike Lee's like gems, like the movie. To me, people talk about Miss Independent or talk about she got her own and all the stuff that was cool in, in the two thousands. I N D E P E N D T, all that shit. Like he was on that way ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? Or that whole. Shoes on other foot thing. He's on that way ahead of time where she's got to have it. And I like I like that concept. I love, I love the movie. So, I mean, I was getting a haircut Friday because um, my, my nephew had a birthday Saturday. Um, fun fact, um, I'm tired as hell right now. And I think I'm going to need an episode. I'm sorry. I was tired. Because if y'all like this, I'm just going to, that's my excuse. I'm tired. Um, if I don't seem enthused enough for y'all, it's because I'm tired as shit. Um, I woke up Saturday morning with the work. Uh, got off at two. Uh, 
picked my two daughters up, headed straight to Atlanta, stayed there till 10, left um, Atlanta at 10, got back home at, I dropped them off at uh, 12, I think about 12, yeah, 12 or 4, something like that, 12 something, and then I was home in, in my bed at 1 a.m. Took a shower and then went straight to bed at 1 a.m. Um, so I had to work at 6, six the next morning. You had to come in early because they, they want to do some other shit at work, whatever. And I ain't been asleep since then. So I, I only had like five hours of sleep pretty much in the past, this whole weekend. So that's why I'm so tired. But anyway, I was getting a haircut Friday. And uh, my daughters wanted they wanted something to drink. So I went to the store real quick, the little corner store um, on Lumpkin Road and, um, and Lumpkin Road and Richmond Hill Road. So I went to the corner store whatever. And... I seen the DVDs in front and said she's got to have it. She said four dollars, but I'm not gonna lie, y'all gonna think I stole. I didn't steal, right? But listen, listen, listen now, this is what happened. It was two DVDs stuck together. I'm thinking that uh, it's a two part DVD thing, so I gave her four dollars and I bought two movies. I didn't know, so whatever. But anyway, I bought it and I, I liked it. A lot of people said they couldn't get into it. I watched the whole season already, and I, I and I didn't have time. Like I said, I didn't have time to watch it. But I watched the whole thing already. Since Friday. So, um, like I said, if you get a chance, if you got Netflix, go watch She's Gotta Have It. It's a good Netflix series. Um, I kind of see why people was, was kind of comparing that with um, Issa Rae, um, you know, Insecure. I think they're two totally different movies, two different um, shows. But I can see it where it's like uh, a black leading actress and dealing with men and it's just society. So I can see that being the case. But... No, nah, I think it's two different shows. I love both of them. I mean, obviously, I love, love, love Insecure, but she's got to have it. I can get used to that. I, I like I like that. You know, shout out to Nola. The Nola character they got actually looks good, too. So, and she's like, I love when they got a leading actress that's brown skin. Like, no disrespect to anybody that's light skin because I, I just love, I love women. I don't, I don't have no, 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 no preference. But Hollywood don't be fucking with the, the brown skins like that. So, when I see something that's successful, like a show, and it gets, and the lead actress is brown, you know, I can't do nothing but be happy, especially when they, you know, they're pretty and all that stuff, too. Um, before I go, I got to tell you, yo, we might have to give Drake an award for best video of the year, man. Like, that God's Plan video, dog, that joint, like, if your eyes didn't get watery, and now I'm, I, I'm, I, I don't, I, I was that didn't cry. I can't last time I cried, but... My eyes did get watery. Like, when that happens, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Because I don't cry. You know what I'm saying? Dog, that was a touching video. Like, I felt like every time somebody received the gift, every time he did some kind of gesture in that video, which I know it wasn't, like, it wasn't set up that way. You know what I'm saying? I know it was, they did something they did last minute. But I felt like, I felt the the reception. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt the gift. Like, even when the mom and the son was crying when they got the money, I don't know what they needed the money for. I don't know the situation. But I, I felt like I felt what they was feeling. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Drake for that video, man. I love, I love, I love the song anyway, but the video give the whole give the song a whole different like visual I had from the video. For the song, I mean. So like I like the song even more now that the video is that dope and that he did all that stuff in the video. If you get if you get it, if you ain't get if you ain't get to see it, go on YouTube, type in God's plan and Drake is the video and watch it. Like that's it's a good video, man. I see a lot of people gonna gonna try to do that or probably take that method or something like that. Cause y'all these rappers get these big budget for videos and it only cost like you know fifty thousand make a video, maybe seventy five thousand, hundred grand if you're a real 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 big top artist video. And he had a nine man nine hundred thousand dollar budget, 
So imagine how much money he gave away. But yeah, shout out to that. So if you get a chance, check out the video. Also, I ain't watch it yet, but if you get a chance, check out The Shy. As soon as I finish recording, I'm going to go watch that and wind down, let it go sleep, my daughters. Um, and what else? What else? What else? I actually, I'm going to end it by playing the piece. I, I know I normally do my, my Black History thing with me saying it, but honestly, I, I it's so much to read, I don't want to read it. But I've seen a video that I feel like, you know, y'all can listen to the audio if y'all want to, and y'all can, you know, end it out that way. But listen to the video. If you want to link to this actual video or, or more about it, I can tell you. Um, it's a sad case of a 14-year-old boy that was executed back in, the, I think, 1944. And then later on, like, you know, 2014, it came out that he didn't even kill the people that they said he killed. But he was executed. He was only incarcerated for 81 days before they killed him. So um, I want you to know that story because a lot of people don't talk about that story for some reason. And it's based in the South, of course. So I want to listen to that, More Masters podcast. Um, I'll probably put another episode this week. I'm not going to lie. It'll probably be Thursday when it drop. I'm not for sure, though, but I might. I might. But More Masters podcast. This is the story of George Stinney. Uh, he was just 14 years old when he was taken by the authorities and charged with a crime. They said that he had killed 11-year-old Betty June Binnaker and 8-year-old Mary Emma Thames. This was back in the year 1944. Now, it turns out he did not do any of those things, and just yesterday he was exonerated. Finally, the state of South Carolina said he didn't do it. We should not have convicted him. But they didn't just convict him, they executed him. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, unfortunately, about how that happened, because it's important that you know uh, what happened in this country and the remnants of that culture and that history. So first, let's show you, George. Uh, you got to understand the context here. He was just 90 pounds. He was 5 feet 2. He was 14 years old. They claim that he uh, killed those girls and threw them in a ditch and that he had the capability of doing this. Now, did they have any evidence on him? Well, they had three cops uh, who said he did it and said that he confessed to it. Did they have any witnesses? No. Did they have any physical evidence? No. Did the cops write down the confession at the time? No. Were there any blacks on the jury in South Carolina back in 1944? No. They had uh, a law at the time that said you had to be a voter to be on a jury, but blacks weren't allowed to vote, so they weren't allowed to be on juries. In fact, almost no one there was black at all in the courtroom. Uh, 81 days after he was arrested and charged with this, they brought him to trial. The trial lasted about two and a half hours, during which his white defense attorney, who had not worked a criminal case before and who was going to be running for political office and needed votes in that area, did not present a single defense witness outside of Stinney. He didn't even cross-examine the police. <laughs> Stinney says that he never confessed. Well, now we know he didn't do the crime. <laughs> the police bring no evidence except they say, yeah, trust us, he confessed earlier. No cross-examination. The trial lasted two and a half hours. <laughs> the jury took 10 minutes to convict him. And then he was led uh, to death row in uh, Clarendon County, South Carolina. We actually have a picture of him being led to death row uh, 
me show you that. Uh, he was carrying a Bible. By the way, just if you're not absolutely clear yet uh, that he didn't do it, uh, historian in 2004 took this case on and uh, investigated it further and found out that there was a wealthy white family in the area who said that the real culprit did a deathbed confession and said that he had killed the two young girls. And a member of that family was part of the process that picked Stinney as the real culprit. It's impossible to know now, looking back 70 years, who knew and didn't know what exactly happened. Really, they were sure that this 14-year-old had done it, this 90-pound 14-year-old. Did they care that someone else had done it and was going to get away with the murders? They didn't care. They strapped him into Old Sparky. That's literally what the electric chair in South Carolina was called. And then, just as the story is horrible, it's about to get worse. Since he was so young, uh, they couldn't strap him in right. They took the Bible he was carrying and made him use it as a booster seat. And then George James, an author, writes, the mask covering his face slipped off because the mask didn't fit. It was an adult's mask. Revealing his wide open, tearful eyes and saliva coming from his mouth. The first jolt had not worked. After two more jolts of electricity, the boy was dead. His family was not at the execution. His family was not at the trial. Why? Because they told the family, if you don't leave town immediately, we're going to lynch you all. You want to talk about terror. You know, we talk about terrorism today in America. This was true terror. And they weren't there for their 14-year-old boy. The Associated Press says the rest of the family didn't see the teen again until his funeral when Stinney's body, burned from the electric chair, was put in an open casket. South Carolina has executed 289 people in the 20th century, and 82% of them were black, according to the Death Penalty Information Center. This legacy is not just about George Stinney and what was done to him. Now, finally, the state of South Carolina says they were wrong. They were wrong. He didn't do it. That legacy continues to this day. Do you know that there were seven death penalty exonerations, not in 1944, today, in the year 2014? Seven people who were set to be executed, and it turned out they didn't do it. Let me show you the pictures of those seven folks. Yep, six out of the seven just happened to be African American. History rains down on us through the generations. This is not over. In fact, for those guys who are on death row, it took on average 30 years to clear their names. 30 years they sat on death row when they were perfectly innocent. George Stinney was also perfectly innocent, but they needed a scapegoat. And in this country, especially in the South, when they needed a scapegoat, you always knew where they were going to turn. Doesn't mean things haven't gotten better. 
but we're certainly not at the end of that process. And we've all got to learn from this and work together to make a better system that works for all of us so that we can all proudly call it our justice system. We're not there yet. All right, Whoa. man. That was um the George Stinney case. Uh, so if you want to go check that out, you can. I want to say it's a movie based on it a little bit, like just loosely based on it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm 100% sure. But I thought that case, it stood out to me just because of his age, uh, the fact that it came out so many years later he didn't do it, and they electrocuted him, you know, electric chair at that, and made him use the Bible to sit on. That's just that's just crazy, if that's even true, but that's just crazy. Um, But that's about that, man. You know, Morning Masters Podcast. Uh, see y'all again Wednesday.